guys and gals, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, a place where we ready ourselves to give an answer for the hope that's in us. We will also try to answer your questions, random questions from the interwebs, and have some fun too. So put some seatbelts on your ears because we're in for a wild ride. Well, hello, welcome to the Oxford Holy Club, episode 151, entitled Dog Fights and Star Wars. Hold on, that sounds like like we're talking about dog fights. Dog fights? Uh, dogs, Wait. fights. We're not Star talking Wars. about dog fights. We are not talking about dog fights. Have you been prepped to go? Have you been? Oh, oh, have you been prepping for a dog fight episode? <laughs> no, no. Okay, okay. Well, uh, again, welcome to the Auction Holy Club podcast. My name is Brad Silliker, joined on my left by Lucas Candy, and down below here is Andrew Beckwith. Gentlemen, how you doing? Very good. Oh, good, 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 good. Well, uh, I want to remind everybody, if you're watching right now, we would love it if you would hit the like uh, button on Facebook or on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube later. The biggest thing you could do for us is hit the share button and share this on your Facebook wall. That would be huge. It doesn't force anybody to watch it, but it does put it in your feed so that they can see it. And you never know who might just enjoy this podcast. Maybe they'd want a sponsor. Hey, fellas, could you imagine? Lives will be changed forever. Could you imagine if Ever. we if we were sponsored? What would that look like? <laughs> anyway, uh, well, we can always Fantastic. dream. And if you do want to find out more about us, you can always check out our website, OxfordHolyClub.com. And from there, you can find us on all the social medias, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. Although we don't really use our Insta at all. Someday. Maybe, someday. Maybe, maybe someday. If somebody sponsored us and paid us to use it, we would. It's hard. Like, it's yeah. one of those, if you build it, do they come or should they come so that you can build it? Uh, what would yeah. we put on there? I don't, see, I don't know. Could we do like shorts, little, little mini, mini things? I see that on YouTube. That's a thing now. Channels that I follow are all doing Dog little shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if we can get a sponsor tonight, by the end of the episode, if we've got a sponsor tonight, Andrew is going to set up a dog fighting ring. <laughs> it's pay, pay for Andrew's Feels like the first. road to demonetization yeah. right there. Yeah. Please oh. pay for Andrew's first two dogs. Uh, <laughs> well, you need starter dogs. You need Seed money. Well, you need okay. two. Oh, we're taking it too far. Has it gone too, too far? far? Yeah. Oh, I love dogs. They are uh, amazing creatures, but for the right amount of money, well, Andrew will put them the in next a ring. Segment is the next segment is right up your alley. Then, well, why don't we get to that and the tiebreaker? Because it's thematic. Uh, all right, so this tiebreaker comes in from Katie, and it says, "My husband Spencer and I have two small dogs. Uh, Andrew must be liking this. All right, <laughs> I would. What li- do you do with them? <laughs> I would like to take them." On Okay, hold on. So my husband, Spencer, and I have two small dogs. I would like to take them on kayaking adventures with us. With life jackets, of course. Spencer thinks it's unsafe to bring the dogs with us. I think he's being unreasonable, and I would like you to order him to at least try to take them out with us once. If it goes well, I think they should be included on most kayaking trips in the future. All right. Thank you, Katie, for that. What if it doesn't go well thank you <laughs> that was my that was the logical question what if it doesn't uh and you don't have to make the couple. decision anymore it's made for you <laughs> do dogs need life jackets i feel like if a dog doesn't know how to swim it's kind of lost its dog card at that point like doggy Luke, paddle right like well when they're kayaking down a river lucas rapids. do you know how to swim Ooh, rapids rapids that's true uh 
Luke. I know how to swim, but okay. they, they don't call it Lucas paddle. They call it doggy paddle. Well, I guess my point is it seemed like the, the qualifier that you gave the dogs was that they could swim. You too can swim, but do you put a life jacket on when you go kayaking? Only because uh, I'm legally mandated. Probably. To. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's like a Lucas thing that he wouldn't do. I completely <laughs> agree with you. Here, have this child's large. I'm sure it'll fit you, Miss Lucas. Uh, you know. All right. Like you know, like the video, uh, like there's like the skateboarding dog, and there is one surfing dog. Like yes, this, yes. This Katie, she's just looking for like her five minutes of fame or fifteen minutes of fame, uh, and have like a kayaking dog. And I don't think that the risk uh, necessarily outweighs the reward. So. I- I think this could work if it was canoeing, but kayak, am I not, am I not right in saying kayaks are generally Where built do they for go? Thank you. <laughs> like, are you just dragging the dog behind you with a rope? That's what the life jacket's for. That's what the life jacket. So they, I guess they have two small dogs. So are they sitting on there? But is there really room on your lap? And what if you, you imagine you trying to paddle the dog? <laughs> Like it seems, it seems to me this is actually more trouble than it's worth. Because where's that dog? She wants going? the picture. What? This okay, okay. Back to what we talked about before. If we can have a sponsor by tonight, we will get active on our Instagram with Andrew taking pictures of him and small dogs on kayaks. <laughs> Maybe that, yours. The sponsor. No, so it could uh, be yours. Buys the kayak and the sponsor buys the dog. Sure. PetSmart. Sponsor holy ah. I was going to do a pet smart joke. Darn it. <laughs> you cannot purchase dogs there. No, we know that. Yeah. But, but that seems like the lame, a, a pet food store you can't buy pets at. I get it. It's the annoying part of uh, You can buy store. hamsters and. We have one. Gerbils. Oh, you can buy some. I saw you couldn't buy any animals there. Fish. I have been to pet store, pet food stores hoping, with no, no pets to buy. I was hoping you were going to keep listing over him talking. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been comedy gold. You can buy um SP, you can get SPCA cats. Uh Are those free cats? No, they cost mula. Any cat Everything that costs does. money is not worth it. Uh Okay, guys, we do need to we do need to settle this. Cat hates cats. You heard it, heard it here first. I don't. We have one that I uh you, No, hates cats. No, I don't hate cats. All right. So I don't think this is going to work because number one, the person's got a life jacket on, the dog's got a life jacket on, and a kayak built for one. I don't know. Is there maybe maybe they have double kayaks, double seater, two double kayaks with a tiny little Shih Tzu in the front seat. I mean, the names know. are Katie and Spencer. They sound like they're rich. <laughs> their names are Katie and Spencer. Come along, Spencer. Yes. Mm, to my to my tan, my tandem my tandem kayak and a kayak I feel like two. <laughs> I feel like we should tell them go for it because I feel like it's not going to work out I feel like they think it's got to build up to be this great insta story uh the, the dogs are going to keep falling off it's going to be a pain um as far as the danger of like losing the dogs I feel like any dog as in the words of Ron Swanson any dog under 50 pounds is a cat and cats are pointless. So I see no use nice. for this. Good quote. Yeah. Wow. So you End say go for it. Talk. You you say go for go it. For, Rega- go for it. I can just imagine Katie and Spencer fighting right now. I told you, Katie. Shut up, Spencer. 
Andrew, how do you see this playing out? Lucas Lucas sees it as a win win. Mm-hmm. If the dogs win, win. if the dogs die, that's cool in <laughs> Lucas's world. Um, if they Just don't, FYI, in my dog fights, nobody dies. Lucas is worse than me. You heard it here first. <laughs> I love um, that. I love that you've taken ownership of it now. Um, this is I how great that, ideas are birthed. I think that Spencer <laughs> is right in that. Um, they should not take their dogs on kayaking adventures. They could take them on hiking adventures, uh, walking adventures, driving in the car adventures. Ooh, yeah. Um, How many other different speeds of walking? Uh, a do you know? larger boat adventure. <laughs> uh, Catamaran adventure. Bus adventure. Oh, my soul. He's going to keep going. <laughs> How about you, Brad? What do you think? All right, I listen. I I'm saying it's not worth it, mainly because they can't pull their weight. You give a you give a Shih Tzu a paddle. What's it going to do with that? So there is no sense in bringing that dog. If the dog, ooh, <gasps> hmm, are the dogs okay? What is the potential that the dogs are big enough to be out front of the kayak pulling it? And they're small. I thought dogs. there were. They said small dogs. I mean, it could be a shark distraction if things go really bad. But other than that, I don't see them serving a lot of purpose. Are you kayaking where there's sharks? I hope not. I suppose. I was also picturing coastal well, back, coastal kayak. kayaking. Yeah. Yeah. Like along Hopewell Rocks. I, to me, if the dog can't pull its weight, what's the point? Uh, other than mm-hmm. that Insta picture. And that is a waste of time and money. And what They've other got- scenario when you have your dog, are they pulling their weight? Uh, well, okay, hold on. Other than like a, maybe a burglar. Okay. Thank you for giving me the examples. A uh, burglar. Uh, that's when my dog would be pulling its weight. Uh, just emotional mm-hmm. support. Maybe they're support dogs. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. Um, no, we ourselves into a corner with that one, didn't we? Yeah. Whoops. Uh, okay. You know, the, uh, not, uh, not kayaking, but the snow version of kayaking when the dogs literally are pulling the weight. Oh. Snow kayaking. Oh, snow kayaking. Yeah. Yeah. You, you remember. Um, what's another one where dogs are pulling their weight? Um, oh, those those uh, dogs that always have the brandy around their collar, you know, keeping people alive in this. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. yes. See, there's a dog that's pulling its weight. Those are everywhere. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely pulling more than its weight. Um, mm. All right. I feel like we've tapped this one dry. Yep. What yep. else can we say about dogs? Wow. <laughs> there's big ones. There's medium-sized ones. There's little like ones. That. Little ones. No tail. Hey, uh, j- this is kind of... Three-legged dogs. Oh, my soul. Tripod. Do you guys... <laughs> have you guys grown up with dogs? Yep. Yep. Do you currently... Whole life. Do you currently have any? I know the answer. Nope. No. No, me either. Nope. Uh, but my my hey mom, nice to see you. Uh, hey Brad's mom. Her name is Sonia. It's literally right there. Hey Sonia. Thanks, Lucas. Hey Mrs. Silliger. Oh my soul. Um, Mrs. S. Miss Mrs. S. Um, <laughs> so I'm. We just keep going back and forth on dogs, and I think Mandy would like a small dog, like a Shih Tzu. But I want. I think we've talked about this. But I would like if we were gonna get one, I'd like like a golden retriever. And mm-hmm. the other day, my kids and I were out beside the house in this field and a neighbor who has two golden retrievers, one is 
couple years old, full of energy. The other is kind of on it on her last legs and is pretty old. Um, they both came bounding across the field and, and one of them, the, the older one just like came over to harmony and snuggled up beside her and like was kind of whining getting anyway, melted my heart. And I really want a dog again. I go back and forth. So stinking much. If I can just not see dogs, I'm good. (laughs) But so just have a person that just have a friend that has a dog friend, dog friend. It's like a boat. You want to have a friend with one, but you don't want one yourself. Mm. Hmm. My parents yeah. have a dog. Oh, you're drinking a rain. Oh, what do you think? I was waiting. I've been waiting for you to, to to note that they were on sale. That's why I grabbed it. And then I was like, oh well, uh, I'll give it a try. I went with the um, I went with the orange dreamsicle, mm-hmm. because none of the other flavors really seem that exciting to me. Lemon's mm-hmm. not bad. This is excellent. Lucas <laughs> gave it a below average review, but. I oh, mean, Lucas, yeah. what did he expect other than it's that? It's above from Lucas? average. Sorry, Lucas flavors above average for both uh, energy drink and above average for a zero calorie energy drink. It's very high. I know it's not the biggest creamsicle fan. I guess. Lucas wears life jackets while kayaking. It. What did we expect? Nerd alert. <laughs> that's that's. Well, hey, here's the thing about dogs. I'll tell you this. I do not. I love the idea of dogs. I love dogs themselves. I just don't have the energy. I don't have the milk of mother's kindness in me anymore. I just don't have the energy to make it work. I'm so tired all the time. Like my kids. That my utter kids, ran dry a long them, time ago. I keep them fed and I keep them close. Sorry. Melissa keeps them fed. Melissa keeps them mostly clothed. And I mean, I just, you could I'm pay them a dollar the and they would act like a dog for you. Yeah. And they want one real bad, by how, the way. Um, and he, you know, you guys know what the it dog is, though, that everybody has is the golden doodle because we went to camping this summer and my, my brother and sister-in-law have one it's a great dog, Bentley shout out to Bentley. Um, the but dog's not listening to the watch? podcast in, in twin think, shores. Do you think the dog is there listening? Was, who knows? They have great hearing. Uh, but in twin shores, there was, I'm not kidding. At least I saw at least five or six different golden doodles that looked exactly the same as Bentley. And I didn't see hardly any other dogs. So they're really taking the nation by storm. Or at least Twin Shores. Did you keep mis- mistaking them for Bentley? Hey, Bentley. Oh, no. So, shoot. I just oh, saw one Bentley. really, really active dog. Kept thinking it was different dogs. Mm. Uh, but no, different owners. Uh, so, Lucas, let's let's finish this tie. For those that, for those that have lost the plot like us, mm-hmm. um, the initial question was about bringing small dogs on a kayaking trip. One spouse thinks yes. One thinks no. I think we're all in agreement with the no. I'm like, go for it, but I, it's not because I care about the dog. It's just because I'm like, why not? Um, you should. I'm voted oh, there. Pastor, listen, Pastor Dave is here, who I'm pretty sure owns stock in pug mills. A puppy, pup, puppy pug mills. Pug mill. <laughs> <laughs> Does he own a pug though, or is he just like a pug fanboy? No, he's owned, he has owned pugs in the past, but right. not, not just any pug. And uh, he'll like let a us. a special kind? Uh, yeah, he'll let us know. Uh, what? was the nationality of this pug was it like uh Czechoslovakian pug <laughs> it's pugs is a pug uh like like otis from milo and otis i think so i don't know who otis is but i the, 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 <laughs> and the, the i don't know who milo the, is they're the so so ugly they're cute kind of dogs you, know you don't you guys don't know who milo and otis are mm, no the, unbelievable the, 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 the name's familiar they like gallant it's a dog and a cat Milo and Otis. No. Uh, no. There's not, no, no pugs are in the Paw Patrol, so I can't, that doesn't help me, unfortunately. <laughs> no, 
That's how I know all my dog breeds too. <laughs> There's a French bulldog, German shepherd, Nova Scotian black pug. Wow, that's very specific. I am doing a quick Google search. All you need is a regular pug and a can of spray paint, and you've got yourself a Nova Scotian black pug. Um, did you they're, mean they're the ones they like Uh-oh. they like rip their eyeballs out a lot, right? By accident. Oh, because, really? Because they're like so like protruding <laughs> from their eyes. And then, like, that makes scratch. me sad. Like, I, I know this. This really took a turn. <laughs> this is a bad dog episode. Wow. <laughs> well, we said we we're going to talk about dogs, uh, and we didn't disappoint. Even here, though we're disappointing I'm now, gonna, I'm going to bring it in for everyone that's watching. Here's here's some examples. Look, the, the guys can't see this right now, but but here's a puppy in a Ooh, in a jacket, uh, little, little red jacket. Oh, look at that. Oh, there they are. Yeah, see how their eyeballs are like popping out. How does Andrew see it and I don't? I'm so confused about that. You must not be watching Facebook. I am watching Facebook. But there's a delay though. But it must be. A, oh yeah, there it is. I must have a super long delay on my Facebook. Oh, that's all right. Well, can we see Helmet Newton? What's that? Can we see Helmet Newton? Yeah. <laughs> Ugly as sin, beautiful as heaven. <laughs> uh, no, there's nothing. That's some to good sh- branding. There's nothing to show here. <laughs> I'll put that on my tombstone. Uh, ugly as sin, beautiful as that. That's hilarious. I didn't know where that was coming from. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Pastor. You you just helped Lucas work out his tombstone. It's nice. I've got a few uh, few mottos in the works though, so I'm going to pick a pick a favorite. Oh, I get okay. I know what we're doing for the next best and rest. I was going to say that's a segment. Yeah, that's a segment. Oh my word! Uh, <laughs> all right, we're all saying no. Don't bring your don't bring your small dogs on the kayak. Um, thus endeth the lesson. How did we pull just about 20 minutes of dog content? <laughs> we did 10 minutes no 10, went, Nothing 10 but minutes way top too long tier content where did where did that come from lucas let's toss things over to you man let's see what you do with this all right we're- what a what a segue all right uh well come with me my pugs uh so <laughs> fight the good fight of faith love it uh but as for you oh man of god flee these things oh wait uh, stop hold on i was too busy reveling in the comments you just made to put this stuff on the screen. Could you start okay. over? And I sure can. But as for you. But as for you, O man of God, flee these things. Pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfast gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of the eternal life to which you were called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. I charge you in the presence of God who gives life to all things and of Christ Jesus, who is who in his testimony before Pontius Pilate made the good confession to keep the commandments unstained and free from reproach until the appearing from the Lord, our Lord, Jesus Christ, which he will display at the proper time. He who is blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and Lord of lords. Who alone has immortality, who dwells in unapproachable light, whom no one has ever seen or can see, to him be honor and eternal dominion. Amen. 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 All right. Uh, First up, scripture. What words, phrases, or observations in this passage stand out to you? Uh, What does the scripture tell you about the nature and work of God? 
Write them down. Is there a scripture I should begin to memorize? What pops off the page at you? Well, for me, it's uh, in verse 12 there, fight the good fight of the faith. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Uh, Something that jumped out for me was uh, kind of these action words, flee, pursue, uh, fight, take hold. Um, let's see what was, uh, where was the other one? I charge you who gives, mm, mm, mm. uh, keep the commandments. Um, so, so those were some of the, the phrases that jumped mm-hmm. off at me, Lucas. No, it's good. Those two were, I wrote down two and those were the two. Um, but also at, on this last reading through one that kind of popped off at me was a dwells in unapproachable light. Hmm. Uh, it was kind of an interesting turn of phrase. So, uh, next up message. What do you sense the Lord saying to you in this reading? Is there a word of correction, guidance, encouragement, wisdom, or promise? Do you have a question for God? <clears throat> well, uh, when I when I think of fight the good fight of the faith, I immediately think of you know people close to me, or not even so close to me that uh, were Christians and have turned away from their faith, or just seem to have it low on the priority list. And uh-huh. to and, and essentially, you know, when it comes down to it, it is a fight. You know, it is uh-huh. when you're fighting the good fight, hmm. there's going to be times when, you know, you are going to be in a fight with yourself, you know, hmm. with temptations around you, with the devil. And if you're not willing to take those fights on, then you're uh-huh. going to essentially be those people that we know that we uh-huh. one day hear that they're not a believer anymore or whatever. And we're like, wow, really them? Uh-huh. And, and, and I'm not saying that that's always the situation, but you know, when uh-huh. it comes down to it, if you're not willing to fight in those moments when you're low, when, <laughs> when it's not easy to have faith or to, to be a Christian, <clears throat> then I don't see how you make it through. Well, it's interesting because uh, like, like you said, it's, it's fight the good fight of fight, the good fight of faith. And in faith that, that we don't have all the answers. And so I, I hear, I, if I hear what you're saying, like you just opened that up to me in a way I hadn't thought about it before. It is that you're welcome. it, it takes, I mean, well, I was going to go off and say, you know, it takes, it takes intentionality and work to, you know, pursue these things and to fight like it takes us being active in our faith, but, but, you know, someone could come up to me and try to refute what I believe with reason and, and with whatever, 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 and they could lay it all out. And I could either take that and go and, and give up on my faith, or I could fight to continue to have faith. Uh, if that makes sense, like, uh, mm. So yeah, man, that's, I really like that. It's not always, you know, rainbows and gumdrops and lollipops, right? Like sometimes having that faith is a fight, you know, have (laughs) trusting it, you know, you're fighting yourself, you're fighting your doubt. Yes. At the end of the day. Absolutely. That's Mm -hmm. very true. Um, it's funny because when I thought of, you know, fighting the fight, I think of, you know, when people are sick, 
you know, when it's like a, like a big illness, like, you know, a cancer or something like that, they talk about like, you need to fight it. And they talk about the need, like they, it's, and it's almost like the mental part of it. Like you need to be kind of res- actively resisting it. And that's when people kind of give in and just like, I'm just too tired to fight anymore. That's kind of when it's like the fight is over. And obviously there's with that scenario, there's like sicknesses and they, they can't hundred percent control it off or fight it off. But um, that's kind of what I was thinking of, you have to fight that fight. And I was thinking of kind of, the, what Andrew's what you're talking about about people who you know kind of w- drifted away from their faith and just talk thinking about you know if we think about our us standing up to our knees in like a river and you know uh, kind of the current is culture and it's always kind of pulling us in one direction and we have to be able to you the, you always sometimes you, you feel fine sometimes you feel like just kind of giving up and sitting down and letting the culture take mm-hmm. you wherever it's going to take you but you need to actually the whole stand firm idea you know you mm-hmm. can do it um, with, with God's help. Sometimes you try to do it in your own strength, which you can only do for a stretch of time. But then whenever you are feeling weak, you have to really look to God to, to get, ask for his strength. Right. So those are kind of some of the things that the messages I got from that. Any other messages you guys saw? Well, it, and maybe it will roll into, to your, to the obedience part, Lucas, but at the very beginning of the podcast, and it's, I can't find it in chat now. I don't know if I took it out by accident or, mm-hmm. Uh, if he took it out, but Reed Primo was in chat at the very beginning and he, and he said, Ooh, a fight I'm watching or something like that. Uh, because mm-hmm. Reed is, is right into boxing and, and he trains almost, I think he trains daily in boxing and mm-hmm. he's like, he's, um, he is, uh, what's the word I want to use here? Oh, shoot. He's tough. Cool. Well, all of those. Absolutely. He he's training and and kind of and like I just started to get this picture of a boxer in the ring and sometimes you know it's the, they win and just keep winning and winning and winning and winning mm-hmm. but you're not training like you're you're training undefeated right but but you keep training and fighting because guys get harder and and I don't know you know the mm-hmm. world can be hard and people can throw some pretty tough punches and if, and we need to be training for this fight and, and getting better. He's, he's making, he's, man, I can't even, I can't even like the transformation I've seen in Reed physically since he's been training, like his body is stronger and more in shape and ready to take on the challenges of, and, and, and and he can like, he can take the punches now that he couldn't before because of all this training. It just makes me think kind of to Andrew, to what you said, you know, there are people that walk away from the faith because they can't take the punches. Mm -hmm. Mm. And and we need to be uh, submitting. No, I wish I could get the phrase, but basically making our bodies stronger, uh, strengthening ourselves. Condition. Con- yeah, like conditioning our bodies, um, so that we can handle this kind of stuff. You know, I, when, and when I think fight the good fight, of, fight the good fight of faith. That's what I'm seeing right now. Is is that? Mm-hmm. Um, one one quote uh, from. Theodore Roosevelt that I read in a book one time and I've, and I've popped, I've seen it pop up a bunch of places and I love it. And it's that it said, he said, champions are not made in the ring. They're merely recognized there Mm -hmm. talking about the fact that it's all the training that goes in beforehand. Like, yeah, everyone wants to be the champion in the ring, but they don't, they think, Oh, you went in there and you were good. It's like, no, no, no. It was the hours and hours and hours of training I put in to Mm. be good. And in our faith, that's very similar with, I remember, I think it was maybe Andy Stanley said like, um, if you're going to wait until like basically like a moment of character to find out if you have it or not, it's too late. Like yeah. you can't build your character when you have some kind of like 
thing happen in your life. You have to have that character ready. Same thing with faith. You got to be working on that faith through through prayer and through getting in the word and all that stuff. And then when those storms of life come, you know, you're you're not in the straw house, right? You're in, you have a firm, that firm foundation. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can, you know, with God's help, obviously, like weather those storms. Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, any other messages before I move on to obedience? All right. Obedience. Uh, what's the step of obedience you need to take today or this week based on what God is revealing to you? It could be something you're already working on. I'll do, I'll go first while you guys are pondering. And for me, it's kind of what I just talked about is getting in the word, doing those devotions. And, and I, you know, I do my devotions pretty regularly. Um, but sometimes, you know, you get into the habit of, of it being, it needs to be part of your routine, but then the problem is it's then a routine. Like, you know what I mean? And making sure you're not just going through the motions, especially, you know, I like to do it in the morning, but I'm also tired in the morning. <laughs> so well, to be fair, I'm tired at night too. Um, but making sure I, I do that and I'm actually trying to get sustenance from it, not just kind of like snacking on something. Mm. Mm. I, I was gonna, I was essentially going to, oh, no, no, please. Andy. I was basically going to say the same thing, like just, mm-hmm. you know, be intentional about training and, mm-hmm. you know, basically what you talked about, but, I think the key is intentional and, and plan for, you know, plan for those times when you're going to come up in a fight instead Mm -hmm. of Mm -hmm. being, you know, caught off guard. We're all on the same page here. For me, I would, I would put it in, you know, verse 11, pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, gentleness. Like, Uh you know, as I'm training, look for those markers. I've got, you know, when you're training, I think there are certain mile markers that you hit along the way so you can track kind of where you're at and your goals and stuff like that. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I, I think if I took an honest to goodness evaluation of my life, my day to day character, you know, do I see those things acted out or what do I see? Do I see selfishness or do I see, you know, uh, righteousness? So you know, for me, I think it's, it's going to be the point of obedience is, is to take a little bit of a spiritual inventory and then mm-hmm. train appropriately. Yeah. Be that's a good, be a fit boy, spiritual fit, fit boy. boy. That's right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> repentance, write out any confessions that God reveals to you in this passage. If applicable, write them down. Um, and then finally prayer, Spend time thanking the Lord for all his blessings. Pray for anything or anyone he lays in your heart. So that would uh, conclude our smorp. That was a good one. I Well, not that my hosting it made it good, but it was a good scripture. Uh, lots to unpack there. Mm. Good job. Let's segue into. Um, is there a thing for this? Uh, oh. There, it just happened. Gone. What happened to it? It finished. It's short. Uh, here's Andrew and the best. Uh oh, the best and, and the rest. We are masters of our craft. I mean, oh. you want to talk production quality through the roof? You want to talk about hours of training? Here it is, paying off. All right, so we're playing a game called the best and the rest. Essentially, we choose a topic. And we then pick the best of what, uh, in our opinion, and we also choose the worst. And so tonight we are talking about Star Wars movies. 
the oh, best movies and the worst. Did you, did you have a novella from the 1990s you want to talk uh, about? I must have missed that part. <laughs> that was in the uh, text messages. It was in the text I message. I definitely thought it was Star Wars adjacent, like video games. <laughs> and we already did no, video you, games. You, you wanted it to be Star Wars adjacent. <laughs> Oh, boy. All right. Well, Brock can go last. No, like, let me about- go first and get it out of the way because I don't have Fire much. Away, Brad. I don't have much. This is this is my equivalent of Andrew giving a catch up. I don't have anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, OK, so I've seen I've seen the first eight. I have not seen the ninth. Um, and I'm pretty sure I watched Rogue One. I'm, that was like a bunch of different people, right? Okay, yeah. I saw that. Did not see the. Technically, that's every movie, but go ahead. Did not see the Han Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, did not see that, and anything that's cartoony is those aren't movies. You, okay, mm-hmm. you said you you said um, Star Wars movie that's fun. Side films count too. Yeah, side films then like solo and uh not but not movies. Okay, so I I, I I've gotta I've gotta go just with um I've gotta just go with the Empire Strikes Back because that's that's just a classic. Um uh, big mm-hmm. big fan of George Lucas and all and all his crazy craziness. Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. you know, Mark Mark Hamill, um just w- with the hair and and look, looking good with the lightsaber. Did they have a lightsaber in that one? So Luke, Luke be Jedi tonight. Am I right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, so that, so that you know Yoda and all his goofs. Uh, that's that's my favorite. Um, so I'm a, I'm a big fan of that one. And the one I'm not a big fan of, I'm um, gotta go with um, um, number eight because uh, uh, those new age actors they don't they don't get it. I don't know what they're bringing to the table. Can you name any of the actors in the new ones? Um, like the characters, not the actors, obviously. Just the ben, characters. Ben, uh, ben, Ben Solo. Mm-hmm. Ben, Ben Solo. Uh, looks like yeah. a, yeah. Uh, he, he goes, he's, oh, he's an angry boy. He's an angry boy. He's an angry boy. Uh, oh, he, sweaty too. Always sweaty. Always sweaty. And was he shirtless in that one? Don't remember. But um, just remember at the end of that movie going, ugh. What what did I just watch? <laughs> a lot of people give you know one, two, and three a lot of grief, especially you know uh, trying to explain the force. I remember that being a thing, and uh, and pod racing, you know. Um, Great N sixty four game. I got to be honest, I was along for the ride for the first three. Those were pretty good. Middle three, those are classic. Last two, that mm-hmm. last one, eight. Oh boy. Mm. Guys, I don't watch Star Wars a great, whole lot. Great I, job. Great good, job. Good job. Good job. It, it may surprise uh, you. Hey, Dwight. I, it started uh, 35 minutes ago. Nine o'clock. <laughs> it was the greatest show we have ever done. Yeah. There's some, if, you you love, if you love dogs awful. or hate dogs, go on. We've back. got stuff for both you. of you. We've got <laughs> stuff for you. Either We covered both bases. <laughs> uh, okay. So for me, Star Wars. Well, now, I'm not done. If Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, you're floundering so much. I thought you were done. I know. Ahead, I'm, I'm 100% done. 100% done. <laughs> okay. Um, so um, I would actually, it's funny because I'm, I'm a, been a big, I grew up a Trekkie. Um, and then I 
Brad introduced me to the world of Stargate. I mean, I was always a nerd, but he, he introduced me. He was the, it was a gateway drug of Stargate. Uh, and then uh, the Star Wars it. movies never did it for me because nope. I, I didn't hate them, but I, you can just, you can really build a bigger universe. I feel like in a TV show, cause you have more screen hours. Right. I remember feeling bad for Star Wars people because like, man, you, you love these things. You have to build this whole like obsession around six hours of movie. That's it. You know, like we have hundreds and hundreds of hours of Star Trek. Um, yes, but anyway, do. yes, we do, Lucas. So, <laughs> so which one's which is, your favorite? <laughs> which is why um, the Star Wars Clone Wars TV show would be my favorite, except it can't because it has to be a movie. So I'm actually going to go with, and this is a whew, not a popular take. Number two. Uh, the one I going really, number two. Going number two, Attack of the Clones. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I love the big space battles and all that stuff. Uh, episode four, New Hope. It, it's got the best kind of standalone classicness to it, which I do enjoy. Um, all the new ones, um, the first new one was like, okay, the last two were hot garbage. Um, so that, those are my worst. They, they both tied for last. Um, so there you go. What is the Love official the tie them for last? You've got to pick a worst. Oh, the last one's the worst. Cause it's just, okay. it, get, it got progressively worse as it went along. Now, do so mean, last do, one's the okay. I will say this, please don't spoil the last one for me because, um, it's, it's Ooh, like an, it's like sorry. an accident that you drive by. You've got to look at some point. I've got, I to told look. you it's garbage already. No. Oh no. Now I, I will say it's this. actually not garbage. The, I mean, oh no, it's not, it's not top tier, but it's not garbage. I'm pretty sure when I saw number eight was number eight, the one where they, it had, there was a scene in it. It might've actually been one of my favorite scenes in a movie. It went to like black and white and she, uh, the captain or whatever drove her ship through another ship. Uh, does, does that ring any bells for anybody? And it was like, it was like a slow motion scene of black and white. And it was just, it was, uh, it was it, actually like it, breathtaking. It looked, it looked really good. It looked really good except for it set the internet on fire because they're like, well, now every little ship can be its own missile that destroys super ships. So why don't they do this all the time? Right. Right. Why don't they have kamikaze people all the time? Like it doesn't make sense. Um, uh, Dwight seems to have an inside inside tr- insider trading on Andrew's dog fighting <laughs> business. How does he know? And I, guess, I guess no one on the chat has a best and worst uh, opinion for star Wars. <laughs> well, that's because nobody watches this stuff. Okay, here we go. Uh, fire away, you Andrew. Tell us. Finish, so, finish the fight. My best, my favorite Star Wars movie is Return of the Jedi. And I think that, I mean, this is the third in the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's when you see Luke. Yes, uh, that's the one I powerful. like. Uh, he's, an, he's an Ewok man. <laughs> I find that there's just checks so many boxes in there of just like, finally, he's like a cool Jedi. And uh, that opening scene when he goes into like Jabba's place to rescue Han, that's and then mm. it's like, oh, that's Princess Leia. She's it's not an alien. Uh, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> I just find that that that's a, like a solid movie. I know I know the vast majority of people would say Empire Strikes Back is the best. Yeah. Um, I said I just that. Have, Don't forget. I have always loved Return of the Jedi, um, basically because of the cool like he's finally like a Jedi basically at that point. Um, and I don't really have any artic like artisty things to say about it. Other than it's just always been my favorite, my least favorite. And what I think is the worst movie is Phantom Menace. I've heard that a lot. 
I don't think that that movie holds up in any way in terms of like, oh, I can watch, you know, like with the first, the three original movies, like the first one came out in the seventies, right? Like it's they good. and they're good. Yeah, they, and they, they hold, hold up. up. They hold up. Well, well that's Menace because he out- keeps going back and like re-editing. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> the Phantom Menace came out in 1999, and uh, mm-hmm. not that long ago, Tiffany and I tried to watch it. I'm pretty sure we both fell asleep. Uh, I mean, it's got Jar Jar, Jar Jar Binks in it, <laughs> which is just <laughs> who made that decision? You, have you ever seen the episode of The Simpsons where they where they go to see the Phantom Menace, and it turns out it's an entire thing about like the politics of it, and it's like who knew the Phantom Menace was Senate redistricting? <laughs> oh, no, it was awesome. Sorry, that was great. That's funny. Um, yeah. yeah, it just doesn't hold up. I I find the the thing that I really like about the last three, even though I agree with you, Lucas, they're not amazing. They're good, Mm -hmm. but they're not amazing. Is that they didn't try and George Lucas it where he basically made all these fancy, crazy ships exist almost in the past, right? Like Mm -hmm. they stuck with the original vision and art direction of the original three. You know, all mm-hmm. the ships look dated. When you look at like the control panels, they're the control panels from like basically the original ones. Like they're all right. Like, they don't, they're not fancy or anything. Like they stuck mm-hmm. with that vision. And in the first three, George Lucas kind of was like, oh, I got, I got technology now. And he made it all crazy and all <laughs> these ships and stuff that didn't exist in the future, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And, and so I really like that. And I, I I don't mind Attack of the Clones and even Revenge of the Sith art. They're not bad, but I would definitely say Phantom Menace worse, worse movie. I know this is, this might think, not be popular. Um, I'm not sure what this says about me as a person. I think the thing I liked about the first three, like like actually one, two, and three, was watching the descent of Anakin into Darth Vader because you know where it's ha- like you know how you, see, you know I, that, I hated that because you know yeah, how where it's too. ending. Because you're like, maybe he'll maybe he'll change his well, mind. Well, no, I, like I wanted to know how and why and and all this kind of stuff. Did not Although once he got into a whiny teenage, like a whiny tween or whatever, I got real annoyed with him yeah, real but, quick. But wasn't wasn't it's Mark like watching Hamill, the Hobbits? Wasn't Mark Hamill like whiny as Luke? Uh, sort yeah, of. Yeah, I don't true. feel. He, I didn't feel like he was whiny. whiny. Bad, I, listen, I think what was his name? Hayden Christensen. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I think that poor guy got a bum rap. I think he did. I think he did well, and um, and props to you, man. Uh, let me just say, uh, if you do like like Brad, you should watch the Clone Wars. Give it a try. Mm. The sh- like the show. Pass. You're gonna uh, watch the Bad Batch. I'm. Well, I, I am planning to actually. I need to watch Rebels. Then I'm gonna watch the Bad Batch. Okay. Me and Gideon have just started watching the Clone Wars TV show, so we're two episodes in of like eight seasons or whatever. <laughs> Not- not interested. It'll be going to be a crawl by his by his his uh, sweet sixteen. We'll get them all done. I've never watched it. Don't it's good. Don't bother. Oh, Brad. Okay. Then and that's your best in the rest. All right. Well, thanks very much, Andrew. Uh, you can follow our podcast on Facebook. Uh, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Oxford Holy Club. And if you use the social medias, please throw up the hashtag OH Club so that we can see it. Not only that, but you can send your questions, your tiebreakers, suggestions, and more to us at OxfordHolyClub.com. 
com. And we don't pay to advertise, so any support that we get really does come from you sharing us with others. So, Dwight, would you please share this? We'd really appreciate it. And anybody else that's watching, we'd also love it if you would click the like and, you know, comment. Let us know that you were... Let us know that you were here watching and give us your thoughts on Star Wars, all things dogfights, and scripture. So, for Lucas Candy and Andrew Beckwith, I'm Brad Sellick. I could not get it out fast enough. Keep spiritually fit and have fun.